cannot get these numbers to add up. It's like we're never gonna get out of this hole. Does credit card debt ever end? Scoot. Maybe I can help. I sure hope so. We've tried everything. We've even taken out loans to make payments. Well, you're not alone. Did you know that countless Americans have debt they can't control? That's why I've created this unique new system called Stop Spending Money You Don't Have. Step one, stop spending money you don't have. That'll never work. Sure it will. Look at these satisfied customers. Stop spending money you don't have revolutionized my life and my budget. Now when I see a BMW commercial, I don't buy it. Crazy, I know, but it works. When I first tried stop spending, I was in debt up to my eyeballs. But now, the bill collectors have stopped calling and my water's back on. That stuff's expensive. Don't worry, we can use credit cards. Nope, stop spending money you don't have. I know, we could take out a second mortgage. No, no, I've got it. We both go down to the hospital right now and sell our organs. Great idea. Stop spending money you don't have. Available in hardcover and paperback. That little video was from uh, Craig uh, uh, Grishel's uh, church, if anybody knows who that is. Uh, he, had this, he had a financial teaching, and I just stole that from him, so I want to give that credit to him. Also, I'm going to be referring to a, um, a uh, chart that's, that's taken from Billy Epperhart. He taught in the third year uh, business school uh, this money... Uh, Money mastery, it's really good if you're interested in, in getting your or, uh, money organized and also into real estate. So the first one we have here, a promise from God, be, but you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to make wealth, that he may confirm his covenant which is sworn to your fathers as it is this day. Remember, it is God that gives you the ability to to gain wealth. The, um, this chart here is what Billy Epperhart shared with us. If you see the first line, this white one, that's where you are. That's where I'm at in our, in our, in our, for, for the, for the job that we do every day. And hopefully that, that every year we get an increase in our pay. Sometimes we don't in the economy that we're in, but hopefully we do. But that light white line is where we're at with our income as we travel through life. The pink line is the debt that we have. Hopefully you're under the white line. If you're not, you're spending money you don't have. So the pink line, we wanted to get it down so that we can start investing in the third line, having another investment uh, uh, stream coming for, from us so that we can pass this pink line and get into a place where we can quit our jobs and get into kingdom building. And that is the whole object of this lesson tonight. If you have debts, here's a little quick way to get rid of them. You have, uh, this is just a sampling of, of what someone might have. Uh, you start with a debt with the shortest amount of months. Minimum payment of 555. That's that one there at car number one. Add 10% of that. And for this example, it's 370 and at least 200. And if you don't have it, find it someplace. Sell something, uh, eliminate satellite, do something to get that extra money that you can boost your advantage in this process. Once you do that, you're going to have 892.65. Your acceleration payment will reduce the number of months on that uh, 14 months to nine months. Now add your acceleration payment and apply it to the next shortest debt by dividing 892 uh, to each remaining balance new uh, for the new payoff months. And that will look like this here. If you do that correctly, if I've done my math right, you'll see that the new months now, adding this new uh, uh, capital that we have, uh, so we see the, the next one that we're wanting to take care of is number two, this credit card number two, where it has two months. So we'll take that one, and once we, after two months, we'll add the 37 to the... Uh, to the 8, 892, which will give us the 929.65, and then we'll go on to the number 
uh, credit card one and take care of that one and do that all the way through. Once we do that, that will reduce our payment, that will reduce our months uh, that we have from the original, which was 68 months total, now to only 33 months. So you've cut off almost half, if not half, of what you originally had. Plus, at the end of this, you have $1,715 of new wealth that you've created. And that you're going to use as seed money. The Bible talks about seed money. The Bible in 2 Corinthians 9.10, it says, the seed for sower and bread for food. Your white line, remember on the chart, that white line is your bread line. That $1,700 is your seed money. That seed money you're going to invest. Now you're out of debt. You have been faithful in, in giving. That's one of the keys, is faithful in giving. And now you're going to be building up three months of emergency savings. Three times the account, three times the income, the income that you receive every month, you're going to have a, a, a reserve of three months, times three months that. So that you'll have, so if in case of emergency happens, you won't have to sweat about it. You won't have to borrow money. You'll have it available there for you. So once you've done that, now you're ready to invest your new found $1,715. Remember, the white line is your bread line. And the pink line is your debt line. And now your debt is below your white line because you've paid off all your debts. And you're not accumulating any more debt. You're living within your means. Now you have an opportunity for the green line, the $1,715. So what can we do with that? Now it's time to take the, your excess capital and move it to, to start the green line. You do this by investing the capital into assets. True assets include things like rent from real estate, profits from business, capital distributions from business, dividends from stocks, royalties from songs and books. And I know some of you have books in you that need to be written. Interest from bonds and CDs. These are primary areas of income-producing assets. Other areas could be uh, starting income from the internet or, or mar multi-level marketing. Uh, Jen and I, we started with uh, real estate. Uh, one of the assets that is a great wealth builder is real estate. We were able to purchase two homes in our first year. And this is the first year results. In the first year we had on the first line, we had 8.4% return, and the other one was a 14.7% return. Now, that fluctuates up and down depending on if you have to do a lot of repairs or not. If you don't have to do many repairs, that goes way up. It's really, it's really awesome. You can also flip houses. If you own your own home, you can take out an equity in your home to use as leverage to purchase property to flip or borrow from a private lender to purchase. So here we come into leveraging. You need to be responsible with leveraging. You don't just, because when you use a credit card, you're leveraging, you're, lever you're using that as leverage. If you use it the wrong way, you're, you're in debt again. You use leverage to buy something that's going to increase your, your, your wealth. You don't use it on something that's going to Demolish your wealth or get in trouble if you put it out on something, hoping something is going to bring you or bring you gain and it doesn't and you're underwater. It, you're just back where you used, where you were once, once again. So remember, leverage is something you use sparingly and you learn how to use it properly. But you want to get to a place where you don't have to ever use leverage again because you're using your own finances because of the wealth that you've already created. 
Some people have the knack of being able to see things and know what it's worth. I don't have it. I know some of you probably do. And if you go junking, what they call junking, you go around to a people's uh, houses that are doing uh, selling uh, garage sales and so forth, you see something, you go, wow, they only want this much for it. I could sell it for whatever. That's part of generating wealth that God wants you to do. These are things, this is an easy thing that you can do if that's part of your makeup, and you could do that. Some people, there was an individual in class that was able to, he traveled around and he saw uh, automobiles for sale or RVs for sale. And he knew the, he knew what these things were worth. And so he would find something that was undervalued, buy it and turn around, just turn around and sell it. We make, make from a couple of hundred to a thousand dollars off these things. You, you do a couple of those in a month. How much is that going to increase your, your wealth in just your family? So again, that scripture we started with. But you shall remember the Lord your God, for he has given you the power to make wealth. What is in your hands? That is what can create the wealth that you can get to start that green line and get off to a great start. Now, I don't have $60,000 to buy a house. Well, there's other ways to invest in real estate. There's all these, uh, these places where you can go online and some of them for as little as $10 a month, you can invest in, in real estate as an, as a group and receive profit from it. And that leaves you without any of the maintenance costs. That leaves you without any of the messing with it or, and all that. All you have to do is go on, do your research and you can come up with, uh, with some great places to, to invest and see where, uh, God would want you to invest. This YouTube channel, Heresy Financial, he's a great place to get information on real estate and just all, all kinds of things. And he, um, very, very knowledgeable about a lot of different stuff about the economy and how it works and, and so forth. So it's a, it's a great, great tool to use if you're, if you're, uh, uh, like to do that. I use it all the time. Then we have also invest in precious metals. We have gold and silver coins versus bars. Uh, the, my, um, how I've, the research that I've read, cause I've, I kept on asking, how do you, how does this, how does getting into gold and silver work? I mean, I know what it is, but how does it work with money? I mean, do I just buy bars and that type of thing? And, and, um, uh, to discover, because you got, you got this bar, then what do you do with it? I mean, you got it here. Now you know it's worth so much money, but what do you do with it? How do you get, how do you exchange it for something? Uh, my research is that you don't, if, unless you're really wealthy, you don't bother with bars. You go with coins. Those are easy to exchange. Those are, you can to, take it to a jeweler's and they can exchange that for you and give you a fiat currency for it. And so it's a, it's an easy way to have, uh, a tangible, uh, way of getting money. Um, and the economy that we're living in today, a lot of people are going to gold and silver. Uh, there's a lot of, um, if you, do any YouTubing, uh, there's a lot of information out there on gold and silver, and they talk about buying it, and because of the way our, our economy is, um, they don't see that our fiat currency is going to be lasting much longer, and that it's going to be crashing, and there's going to be a great reset they're talking about. Um, you know, you can really get into a doomsday thing, but who is our God and Savior, and who is our protector, and so we need to keep it into perspective of who we, who we belong to, and that is God. He is our Father. He is uh, watching over us. But we don't want to reject what's happening either. We want to listen, take it to God, find out what He wants to do. Some of us would go, I don't have any money at all. Well, we're trying to get to a place where we can do that. That's why we went through the various steps. It's important that we get out of debt. 
It's important that we don't just have one financial stream. We need two, we need three, we need whatever we can to get beyond where we want to go. Not just for, not just for you or your, your immediate family, but you want to have the, the abundance so that you can have for those that are around you. Your, your children, your grandchildren, your friends, your neighbors, whatever the case may be, so that God can use you in the area of finance. And I believe in this hour that we live in, God wants us to bless us in a tremendous way with that, but we cannot do it if we just are thinking of ourselves and living, living just within our means. He wants us to live, live beyond our means so that we can flourish in wealth, in riches. He has a plan for it. He uses you and I to to further the kingdom of God. It's the kingdom of God that He's wanting to establish here on earth. We're bringing heaven down to earth and we're bringing the, the goodness of heaven through us to those who are around us. And wealth is a part of it. And we need to have the proper respect for it. We need to have the proper uh, beliefs for it and not, and not a poverty thinking at all. <clears throat> oh, yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. Appreciate what you're saying. I really like the, uh, the focus on opportunities that can be very individual for each person, things that, that are in their niche that they could discover that are ways to, to build their own income. Um, just curious, what are some of the very top, in your experience, in your history, what are some of the very top income sapping decisions that are made that, that are most often made? Well, first of all, the first common mistake is that they're not, they're not living beyond their means. The second mistake is they're not investing what they have left over. They see, th- those are the first common ones right there. Then when they do do something, they're not educating themselves because I talk to people that have, um, oh, I, oh, I did real estate. I, I, it, it was a loser for me. Well, when you start talking to them about it, you find that they didn't do it right. You have to, whatever God is leading into you, leading you into, you need to do your homework and learn about what you're going to do so you can make wise decisions. You make decisions uh, based on people that you have around you. When Jen and I started real estate, uh, we were told three things. Number one, Get a realtor that owns real estate and has, and has, has uh, rentals. Number two, have a CPA that has rentals. And three, have a bank that's, that's interested in, in rentals and so forth. So if you have those three, there's not a question that you'll have that they won't be able to answer. So it's, it's a matter of educating yourself of where God has taken you. Gold and silver. I, I, when I started looking at it, I go, I just don't understand how this works. And, and so I started doing research and started looking and reading books and so forth and discovered, okay, it's the coins. Just buy coins and that'll, that'll take care of you. And coins is a good thing to have just to have available in case something bad happens as an insurance policy. The, uh, this bottom one here, this uh, gold, Why Gold, Why Now by E.B. Tucker is a great book. If you're thinking about gold and wanting to get into gold, he goes through the whole gold thing. He's been doing it for, for years. And he's, already, he's, even into, he's started a company that deals with royalties in gold, which is fascinating in itself. That's another place where you can invest money into to royalties where you're investing in it. What they do is they go out to various mines and they're, they're helping to finance these mines, but they're not, they don't have all the, 
the liabilities attached to it, but they're, they're receiving the, re the royalties from it, which are passed on to the, those that are investing in it. Um, anyway, it's uh, uh, a, a great book to read if, you're, if, if that's where God is leading you. Um, now, I mentioned that real estate was a big turning point for Jen and I. Um, another one, which to me is a game changer. And that's cryptocurrency. When I was first approached about Bitcoin, I said, Doug, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And he kept on coming at me with, with Bitcoin and then these other, these other coins and so forth. And I said, how does this work? How does this work? So I started doing some research. And I invested a little here and invested a little there. And then and the more I researched, I go, wow, this could really work. I think I could, I think I can do this. And, and so I started watching these various programs, these various YouTube channels that, that talk about, um, cryptocurrency. Uh, and these are young people. These are, some of them are like in just, one guy uh, got into cryptocurrency when he was 17. Now he's 20 years old, has a YouTube channel, making money in that. And he's, uh, uh, and, and what's cool is that he's a believer. That his, this group is a believer, and a lot of them are. And the biggest thing is that they want to help you do the same thing. And I just found that so fascinating. It's just so different from the stock stuff, where they're just trying to get you in. And, and it just was a different atmosphere for me. Here we have two, uh, Dave, two examples. With very little money, you can reap huge re, re, uh, gains. In uh, an example for Cardone, Cardano, in December 1st, uh, 2020, it was at 15 cents. And September 13th, uh, it was uh, this year, it went up to 243. That's an ROI of 2.28 cents. 1,520%. If you had invested $500 in Cardano at that time, you would have received 3,333 coins, tokens. Your return would have been, if you sold it at that 243, your return would have been $8,100 in less than a year. If you had put, invested in Polkadot on November 26th, the price was 480. At September 13th uh, this year, the price went up to 35.53. Your ROI would have been $30.73, uh, an increase of 840%. Had you invested $500, equaling 104 coins or tokens, your return would have been $3,701 in less than a year, 11,800 gain. What could you do with 11,800 gain? You want to, you have a question, Terry? No, no, it doesn't do any good to ask it because the Zoomers can't hear it. How do you cash that money in? Does it, do you take it to a bank and they give it to you? How do you do that? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. I hope if I don't answer it later on, you come back to me. So we're going to have to leave at least 10 minutes for questions. At these yeah, minutes. okay. Um, the, um, so at, at the very beginning with our, with our example of getting the $1,700 for your new, new gain of, of finances that you accumulated from selling, getting rid of all your debt, if you had $1,000, you could have done this. And this was easy to do once you've learned and done your homework. Another benefit of investing in cryptocurrency is what they call staking. By staking your tokens, you can earn 3% to 12% in some places even more. Remember when banks did that? And right now there's a big, there's a big thing uh, in the, on, the, on the web about how the... Uh, 
how the uh, banks are really taking notice and they're not liking it because they don't give interest and then you can get current cryptocurrency and make interest on it. And so there's a big struggle there. Hopefully we went out, but uh, we'll see how that plays out. But again, staking, your, you have that, you have that, you, the coins that you purchased, now you can stake them to gain interest off those. Again, educate yourself. Cryptocurrency, hear me, cryptocurrency is very volatile. So you cannot just jump in and think you're going to do something good. You've got to educate yourself to make sure you're doing it right. When I first started, I bought, when I first and started getting into it, I bought some uh, Ethereum Classic and I bought it for like 24 cents. In a matter of a couple of weeks, my gain was at $23,000 from just $4,000 worth of investment. I go, cool, only to turn around a couple of days later and it's back down again. I didn't know because I didn't learn that part. So you gotta, you gotta learn. Now I'm still, I'm still above water on it, but what I could have had and what I have now is a lot different. So I'm holding on to it. Hopefully it'll keep, go back up. Here's YouTube channels, channels that I follow. And each one of them have different aspects to the whole game. And each one of them want to get you into the, into cryptocurrency and help you use it. Now, Stansbury Research not only goes into crypto, but it also goes into gold. And they're very good, and they have a lot of different people that they interview. And some are for gold, some are for uh, cryptocurrency, some are for both. But it's a great uh, place to learn about what's going on in the world today. Stanbury Research. Coin Bureau is another one that's a great place to, he just has a lot of information. You can, you can sign up for his email. He bring, he sends you a, 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 a monthly or a weekly email, which gives you his, what he's invested in and shows you, tells you the coins that they're looking at. Um, Joe Perry looks into new coins, a great place that you want to look for new coins, look out for new opportunities and follow those. Just follow them, see how they work. Uh, this Je- crypto Jeb, great place for analyzing the cryptocurrency landmark, uh, landscape. He's great at it. He, that's what he does. That's what their channel teaches. So if it's a great place to, to go and, and start in that area. We've got apps exchanges. These are places where you want to download to your phone. CoinGecko and CoinMarketCap. Those are, those are uh, websites or, or apps that give you, uh, to, you can just look up any cryptocurrency you want and they list it. And it tells you what exchange they're on. So it's a great place to go and just find out where something's at because one, one exchange may not have it where another exchange may have it and you want to know where it's at so you can buy it so you can go to these two and find out where they're at. Coinbase, Uphold, Kraken, Binance are just a few of the exchanges that you can go to to buy cryptocurrency after you've done your homework and you know what you're doing. Or if you have money that you don't care about losing, go for it. Just remember, the volatility is, is tremendous in cryptocurrency, but if you know what you're doing and you see how the market runs, you can make a lot of money. This is just a, a tool that's just good to have. It's called the, the, the rule of 72. If you divide an interest rate into 72, then the answer is how many years it will take you uh, for your money to double. It's just a, just a cool little tool that you have. And then, again, we are, we're white line. Where most of us are, we just have the one income coming in to take care of our families. You want your debt to come down so you're living above your means, so you're not uh, living below, so you're not, you're not underwater. And, but the extra money that you have, you want to put it in a green line, some investment so that you can start gaining access, gaining assets to gain wealth. And uh, God, there's just tremendous amount out on the web that you can get involved in. 
what I gave is just a, uh, a snapshot of what you can get involved in. To me, the cryptocurrency is a, is a given, uh, and it's a place where you can really, if you just do your homework, it's some place that you can really, um, uh, uh, really go to, go to, go to town on it. It's just, it's just wonderful. I'm going to read something here from, um, Forgotten Heritages, Claiming Our Forgotten Heritages by Kurt uh, Lander. This is about uh, the Jewish um, mindset. Uh, When the percentage of Jews in the United States is somewhere between 1.7 and 2.6%, 20% of the top 50 billionaires in the United States are Jewish. With Pew Research, it has found that American Jewish households are significantly better off financially than any other group, with 44% having an annual income of $100,000 or more, and only 16%, the smallest percentage, making less than $30,000. Even the wealthiest Christian group, the Episcopalians, has significant fewer people in the top bracket of 36%, while their group at the top bottom is significantly larger at 17%. Sadly, when you look at more uh, evangelical denominations like the Assembly of God, the highest tiers of earners are much, much smaller in 10%, and the lower tier represents nearly half their members. Jewish people, again, in general, tend to see money as a tool to accomplish tasks and feel it as a part of their spiritual heritage and uh, to prosper. They feel it is important to prosper materially so that they can be generous and accomplish their aspirations. With very few exceptions, there are no vows of poverty in Judaism, nor do many of the Jews consider the uh, intrinsically spiritual spiritual to be poor. How can you be blessed if others, if you... How can you bless others if you don't have the surplus to give? And that's the Old Testament knowledge, and we are from the New Testament knowledge, which has better promises. So what are we doing wrong? So did I answer your question? Okay, so we need to go back to that. Oh, how do you cash out? Yeah, yeah, okay, that's right. Okay, so you're in a you're in an exchange. You've invested in a coin. First of all, you got to get your money into a place where you can to send it to the exchange, and there's a whole business doing that. Once you get into the exchange, uh, you're going to buy whatever, and so you let's say you buy the polka dot. You cash out, and you can put it in what they call a stable coin. Or you can just send it straight back to finance and go right back to your bank. It's as easy as that. I mean, there's some, there's some things that you have to do, but, but that's the, the process. So, um, you know, you asked, what are we doing wrong? I think one of the things that we're doing wrong is we don't look. We don't look at trends. We don't look at um, ideas to get out of debt. Um, but... Uh, I also think we don't look outside the box. And so uh, many, many years ago, my daughter called me from California, and she said, Mom, there's this sweetener that this church I'm at, um, it's like a, they were given like a truckload of this sweetener, and they can't get rid of it. Nobody wants it because nobody knows, hasn't heard of the brand. And I said, well, what is it? And she says, it's Splenda. And I said, huh. I had been ordering it from Canada for $24 a box. I said, baby, can you fill your car up and bring that to mama? (laughs) So she did, and I started selling it on eBay for $12 a box. And they gave it to me. They, They wouldn't take any money, so they still had a ton of it. Larry took a trailer down, got it, and we gave him a donation. And I sold that for two years on eBay. And I would say we probably made, what was it, babe, 12? Yeah, thousands of dollars. And it kept us afloat uh, trying to start a business. So I just think if you kind of maneuver yourself into thinking outside the box, look at trends, uh, think about talents you have, um, 
you know, go through your garage, start getting rid of clutter and just throw it out there on Facebook Marketplace and see if you can't generate something that's going to pay off one of your debts and then, and then just go for it. Because I, I firmly believed at the beginning of the year, one of the things the Lord said is that he was going to give his people strategies and ideas and cures um, for things that were going on in their lives. And I think we just have to look. Yeah, I, I, um, another thing is that we have the wrong mindset. We've, uh, I know that when I became a Christian, the um, teaching was money was evil. Money was something you didn't, uh, that you just, um, it just wasn't good. It just wasn't, and you look down upon people that, that, that uh, you, the rich preachers and so forth. You know the, the story, stuff. I hope we're beyond that. But our mindset needs to, needs to change for that. Ronnie. Hello. Good question. Um, you have a question. I thought you were going to add. No, I have a question. I can add, too, if you want. But um, the big question is, it seems like you're saying get out of debt before you do any investing. Or am I misunderstanding? Can you tell me if that's the plan that you're suggesting? Yes. You need, I believe you need to get out of debt so that God, God can prosper you. Huh? Yeah, not, well, I'm not talking about mortgage, but that's something that, that you could be doing. But no, it's the, it's the, I'm not talking about mortgage. Uh, fine. I'm just talking about stuff that you're spending on credit cards, you're buying cars, that kind of thing. Uh, one of the things that, that I know has been a problem for me throughout my life is a little bit of money doesn't seem like it could make that much difference. But the, uh, the illustration with the crypt cryptocurrency or the illustration of just making a little bit of money in a garage sale on extra junk around your house that would pay off your first debt can start the ball rolling. So a few hundred dollars. And then what I was looking at in that crazy crypto thing, two $500 investments for 1100 dollars or 1200 bucks almost so if you could replace a forty thousand dollar income with two thousand dollars worth of investment if in you the do crypto homework market, right if you it, do it, it right works. and you do it yeah and, and I, I, I understand but even if you had a couple of losers in there you're still talking about three thousand dollars used wisely has the potential to move towards replacing a full-time income that's what I believe, and that's what I'm experiencing now. I haven't, I'm new, mm -hmm. so I, and I'm not an, I'm not an advisor, right? And uh, but and I haven't gone through the bear market. Uh, yeah, I, we've been through, we've went through some some uh, bull, and then we're down into a bear, and then we're back into a bull market. Uh, so they're talking about a bear a bear market coming at the end of the year. What that looks like, I don't know. Um, but a lot of them are talking about exit strategies on how much do you pull out so that you can, you can buy later on the dip. The biggest thing that they talk about is buy the dip. Now, I've, my experience with stocks, I usually buy high and sell low. How, how good is that, huh? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that, that idea of a small amount making a difference, I just would encourage us, and I'm encouraging myself as I'm sitting here, a small amount can make a difference. An extra $1,000 is an extra $1,000. You know, and, and you guys probably can make that somehow. I mean, I know I could. I've got stuff laying around that I inherited from my dad that's been sitting in a storage shed and all this kind of stuff. So just the emphasis that uh, a little bit of money can lift that white line above your debt ratio quicker than you think, right? Now, one of the things that we were taught in school is what's in your hand, meaning what are you, what has God put available to you? Uh, what's in your closet that you can sell? What's in your garage that you can sell? What's, what's in your mind that you can sell? Whatever's, God has placed something there that you can use as an investment. Thank you, Richard. I like your passion and what you had to share tonight. Um, following a lot of your principles, the one that I've kind of curved away from was the cryptocurrency. And it's mainly, like you talked about, people getting good money and then boom, it's gone. Uh, like Elon Musk, when he first supported it, it was going up high and then he said, no, 
It went way down. It dropped. But so what do you watch for when you're um, looking to find out if it's going to fall? One of those YouTube channels? Uh, I mean, I, I'm learning from them. They're, they're showing me what the market is doing. Every one of these has different aspects of what the market is doing. Okay. And if you just watch them, if you learn from them, they're telling you, this is what we're expecting to happen. Uh, we can't promise, but this is what we're, this is how the chart's working and this is what we're expecting to happen. And, uh, we're expecting this, us, and so. Mm -hmm. And so, and Any then. Any of those that you like more than another? No, they all have something different. Now, uh, crypto, uh, BitBoy Crypto has, they, they bring on, um, uh, I think it's a daily thing where they bring on, no, no, it's every, whatever. They have a, uh, one segment where they have different people from other YouTube channels coming in and debating the whole thing of what they think is going to happen. So you're getting, you're getting information from various ones to get a, get a, to get the landscape of, of what's going on. So yeah, any one of these is, I'm, I just follow them all. Every once in a while, just go through and, and see what they're saying. They all have something. Sounds good. I was impressed with the example you gave for a thousand, thousand dollars that you could make 11 out of that. that was, yeah. That's I mean, it doesn't, return. doesn't. Thank you, Richard. Now you, this is the teacher. Yeah. I just, um, got an idea. How many of you in here right now are interested in learning about cryptocurrencies a little bit more? What if we were to put on like a cryptocurrency, like a one-day school tutorial just to show you guys what's going on, how to get – because I'll tell you, when I got Richard and Jason and Laurel and everybody, I said, bring your laptops. It's a pain in the butt to get started. It is a pain. But once you get going, and once you get started, <clears throat> and once you start lit, because these guys here, Bit, Bit, uh, BitBoy, uh, he's a big guy into uh, Bitcoin, but they all, they're just so impassionate in cryptos that they're kind of like your CNNs and your Fox Business, or I should say your, your CNBC. They're, they're the ones that come out and they just research, research, research. And they come out and tell you stuff, but it's still and you still and but none of them are advisors. You still have to go in and you got to watch it, and you got to watch the ebbs and flows. Um, but you're not by I made, yourself. I made, I made sixteen thousand dollars last month, and I lost fourteen thousand dollars two weeks ago. I mean, it's, it's it just goes like this. So we're we've all made money, we've all made money doing it, but you know you just gotta. Get in there, and you can invest twenty bucks. You don't have to have a thousand dollars. Just know that the twenty dollars is going to go in, and then you got to. It's an exchange. So, how much does it cost for you to exchange this currency? You're going to change fiat currency, which is a dollar, you know, dollar bills, the U.S. dollar, into something else. So it's going to cost you a little bit. Then you got to watch it go up. Then you got to. You know, cash out. That's going to cost you a little bit. Then you get it sent back to your bank or, or however you want to do it or invest in something else. But I was just wanting to see, because I'm going to be around for about three, four weeks, and I think we can get together with um, maybe Richard and uh, Ronnie. He's a beast now. He's teaching me all kinds of stuff. But if, if you guys are interested, maybe we'll put something out and we'll create a day. Bring a laptop. We'll just sit down. We'll go through it. I just want to think so, so people can understand it. A one-day course would allow you to know, to get familiar with some of these people, because you'd be able to see it, to learn how to set up an account, like an uphold account or something, to answer what you're talking about. And that's where it's a real pain, pain in the backside. The it, it takes a little bit. You've got to be very patient and very good mood. You know, don't, don't come hangry. So eat first, you know, bring a snack. Because it, it takes a little bit of an effort, but once you get one, and you and then you're you're then you can put an app on your phone, and it's just like it's very simple once you get past that, that little that first learning curve. Okay, so for that kind of a practical application, how many of you'd be interested in coming in and seeing? Okay, we'll absolutely do it. All right, good, and we can yeah we can do it uh, on Zoom as well. Thanks, Doug. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Great. So. Um, 
This is why I believe God wants you wealthy. These are things that we can do that are I mean, we live in the best time that there is to do what we can do to gain wealth. Get our minds right, get our finances right, live within our means, and live and, and go beyond that so that we can... What do we want to do with this wealth that comes upon us? Awesome stuff in the kingdom. Kingdom building is what we want to be doing. After when this line up here, he teaches when you get up to the kingdom building spot, you're giving all of that 100% away. That's all given away. So, and the, and the biggest point, if you're not giving, you're missing out on God's blessing. You're missing out on the key part of the whole thing. I want to leave you with, with uh, three verses to keep us on track. Matthew 6, 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Second, 1 Timothy 6.10, For the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil, and some longing to have it have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. That's the warning. We want to stay away from the love of money, not money itself. And Luke 6.38, Give and it will be given to you, they will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. For if you, for by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. Thank you very much. I just want to encourage you. This was something that was hard for me because uh, I remember bragging at times when we left. Uh, I quit a business with my dad, and we went to Bible college and all this kind of stuff. And I was bragging kind of about not being a part of the economy. And the Lord has so challenged me on that thinking and, uh, and tried to change it. So really, if believe that you can become a part of the change of your own, your own finances. It's really, really critical. So I asked Bev to share how she is, um, her family is building some wealth. Well, several years ago, we have um, a piece of property that's right behind Cristola Inn. And several years ago, that property came for sale. And we decided, my husband and I decided that we would try to buy this property, mainly because we didn't, we wanted a buffer between Cristola Inn and our place. And we were able to get it. It had a cabin on it that was built in the 20s, 1920, that was unlivable, <laughs> and a shop. And we decided to renovate this cabin and rent it out. And we rented it out for 10 years or so, but it just wasn't doing what we wanted it to do. And I was really asking the Lord, what can I do with this cabin? because it was, was a cute cabin, and I really liked it, but I just wanted more from it. And that was probably six years, seven years ago. It was right when the Airbnbs and the VRBO started coming out, which I had never heard of in my life. And we had a friend that had one, and he says, why don't you you know, search that out. So I searched it out for VRBO, which is vacation rental by owner. And I asked the Lord, Dave and I both were praying about it, and we decided there was a go on it to turn it into a VRBO. And the purpose of that was I wanted to give more money to the Lord, and I didn't feel like we had an income enough for what I wanted to give to the Lord. <laughs> so we started in, in the wintertime. <sighs> Worst time to start. But we I chose that because I was so unsure of myself to start out a business like that that I figured there won't be very many people so I could just get my feet wet. <laughs> and... That was what it was. But every time we had an exchange of people or guests, 
I would go in there and I would, we cleaned it ourselves and we did all the maintenance on it, but I would go in and pray over that cabin. Vicki and, and Larry came up and did the same thing on a couple of times. And because it was his cabin, that was my thought was his cabin. And over the years, that cabin has been so profitable that it's, it, we're, we're busy so much. It's almost like the windows of heaven opened up and it's like, slow it down. <laughs> but we have been able to give 30, 20, 20 to 30% of all income back to the Lord. My desire came true. And I am very happy with that, you know, because we have been able to do that. So that was our investment. Awesome. Thanks, Bev. Richard talked about. You've got, if you're going to get into something, first ask daddy what that something should be. Daddy's put something in us that works. Daddy's given you a talent, and you may not know what that talent is, and I'm not telling you to... Oh, Lord, what's my purpose in life? I'm not saying that. But Daddy's given you something that is unique in you that you, can, that you can do for his glory. And so he's given me a lot of, he's given me a couple of things that I can do for his glory. And I'm, I'm doing that now. I'm writing, I'm editing, I'm drawing. And we just finished our, uh, one of our first projects. We got that published and now we're working on the next project and we're having some success in that. And then daddy's giving me some other stuff to, to, to get me through the, maybe the thin times. Like I just finished a three day job today that, <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> you know, daddy blessed me like that. It's, it is scary. And, and sometimes you, you listen to somebody else's success you know, I'm into that, and it and it kind it kind of hurts a little bit because you're not there, and you want to be there, and you think about all the mistakes that you've made, and can I ever get there? And that's where this song is so important that Daddy is for us. He is so for us. He's gonna get us to that place. We just gotta trust him. We just and you gotta talk to him a lot. Amen. Thank you.